Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and I'm in the midst of doing something really spectacular. In the midst of interviewing 500 humans on their credibility. These are powerful people talking about who they are, what they do, how they relate to the world, who they serve, and it is absolutely worth listening to. You're going to get a really great point of view of who they are. You're going to get ideas and aha moments and how you can present yourself better. I've taken three of those interviews, or six to 10 minutes each, Taking three of those, combine them to be this episode of Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Uh, please enjoy. If you like it, click on the like button and subscribe to our channel. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And I am so excited for the series of Thought Leader Life episodes that we're focusing on credibility. Today's guest is Pam Thomas, who is the owner and a mindset coach of What's Within You. What a cool name, by the way. Uh, she offers a variety of coaching services and programs to leaders, entrepreneurs, and other coaches who want to take their work to epic levels. I love that word epic as well. Pam, welcome. Well, Mitchell, thank you. It's a pleasure. Appreciate the opportunity to be here with you. Oh, it's so good to have you. And I, I yeah. just so thoroughly enjoyed our pre-conversation as well. Me too. Me too. Hey, could you tell me, what is your CPOP? What is your customer point of pain? Oh my gosh. Well, as you said, I work with leaders, entrepreneurs, and other coaches. And what I have been, what I've found over the last 15 years, their CPOP is the inner dialogue that stands between them. Yeah. Stands between them and being epic and doing epic work in the world. And when I say epic, I'm talking about epic by their own definition, not by mine or anybody else's. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So, so I, the audience is broad. I got that, and that's okay. What is the what are some of the things you do? How do you how do you help somebody get out of? Is it, is it are they getting out of their own way? Is that what it is, or it's a mindset thing? Uh, you know, maybe to to explain it a little further, every experience we ever have in our lifetime has an imprint, and some imprints are bigger than others, and it's that imprint that creates those thoughts, those beliefs, but ultimately the feelings that we have about something. And so what I do with my clients is I help them to change that inner dialogue by, by identifying the stories that they keep telling themselves that play on a loop. And we identify also the triggers that get those stories to continue to play. And ultimately, what we want to do is not only identify the stories and the triggers, but also the feelings associated. So we can start implementing experiments, things that they can try to change the feelings and the thoughts because ultimately how we feel about something is either going to propel us or keep us stuck going in circles, settling in bad relationships and all sorts of things that we really don't want. I so love your languaging. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> we relate that way very well. So what gives you the credibility to do that? <laughs> That's an awesome question. I love that question. Honestly, Mitchell, I used to think it was the alphabet soup behind my name. And um, 
my certifications. And I had a wonderful, wonderful wise mentor once say to me, Pam, you know, people don't really care. They don't care about the letters behind your name. They don't care what school you went to. They don't care about all your certifications. They don't care what they care about are the fires you've walked through that are going to help them walk through their own. And when it comes to mindset and negative thinking, I have walked through more fires than I care to share, but it's those fires that kind of help me to find a way to better deal with the stories that we, you know, that we constantly play. Um, and so, and the, the stories that I had personally that kept me in crappy relationships or uh, jobs that weren't, weren't for me, or even as a business owner, uh, that kept me from putting myself out there in ways that would propel my business. So really it's my fires. That's so that's such an elegant way of saying it. By the way, I thought you were going to say I'm the goddess of negative mindset and I didn't know where you were going on that, but, um, (laughs) but I, it is so true. Because what happens, and maybe this is part of the mindset stuff you do, so many people think they need to make it. They need to achieve the ability to have credibility. And they, yeah. they continue to go after yet the next set of letters that they put at the end of their name, yeah. hoping that that next certificate, that next whatever it is, diploma, the next sheepskin, the next mm-hmm. fill in the blank, the next mastermind, that's going to give them the credibility they need to do and they just don't realize that they already have it. Is that yeah. that's kind of what you're saying? Yeah. Well, yes. And one of the most prevalent things, particularly for entrepreneurs is that imposter syndrome. So if I add more letters behind my name, I'm less of an imposter and really it's just changing what's going on between your ears. And so that's, yeah. that's the fun part of what I do. I've been doing that's it for really almost cool. Years. Yeah. So it, in today's world, I know you're even, this is a constant evolution, given who you are and ha- and what credibility you have in place, how do you actually share that? How do, what's interesting about what you're doing is you have to share you. People have yes. to see you, experience oh, yeah. you, feel you. It's not, it's not whatever sits on the website. It, so mm-hmm. how do you, how do you go about doing that? Um, primarily through my one-on-one coaching, as well as my group coaching programs, but I do it in other ways too. Um, I love to write. I got my first degree in creative writing. So I do a lot of blogging. I write a lot of articles for different websites like Lifehack and Tiny Buddha and oh my gosh, tut.com. And I've also created programs um, for sites like the Daily Ohm, including my own website. Uh, As a matter of fact, most recently I created a program that I am super excited about. It's called the Life Technique. Uh, Life is an acronym, um, and it's a ridiculously simple four-step process for sucking the life out of your negative thoughts. Ooh, Mm -hmm. that's a turnaround. I want to see that one. That's interesting. It's fun. It's fun. It's uh, it's a culmination of everything that I've been doing for the last 15 years and trying to figure out how can we better manage the inner dialogue so that we're not staying, as you said, we're not in our own way. I am, I, I just, the energy that you bring to the table, who you are, regardless of the alphabet letters at the end of your name, <laughs> I, I, I will definitely want to, for those people who I see get stuck in their way and, and we have to maybe do one last thing for me. 
Define the criteria of who is a good prospect for you. I know we did that up front, but try that one more time as I'm running through people in my head. Oh, well, you know, as I said, leaders, entrepreneurs, other coaches, but most primarily I am, I love working with people who are not afraid to dig in and get their hands dirty. You know, they want to figure out, okay, I know I've got something blocking me and it's going on between my ears and I am ready to do what I need to do to deal with it so that I can be successful, so that I can be epic um, and not be afraid to be epic. So listen, guys, if, if you are not being the epic person you need to be, if you're not having the aha moments that you need to have, if you're not achieving your full potential that you know you need and there's one person in your way and that person is you, mm-hmm. you got to reach out to Pam Thomas because she will help you unblock that stuff. Pam, yeah. how do people reach out to you? Oh, my website's a great way to, to get in touch with me. And that's uh, at what's within you, the letter U. So what's within you.com. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn and I'm on Pinterest under the username. What's within you, the letter U. Beautiful. Yeah. And thanks so much for joining me. I really enjoyed it. Oh, it was a pleasure, pleasure, Mitchell. Thank you so much. All right. And everyone else, thanks for joining us in this episode of Thought Leader Life. We'll see you at the next episode. Please give comments, like, share, and subscribe to our channel. Take care. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're taking amazing humans and having them talk about their credibility. Uh, today's guest is Joe Folkman, who is the co-founder and president of Zinger Folkman. He has extensive expertise in psychometrics, survey research, and managing organizational and individual change. Some of his clients include AT&T, GM, Wells Fargo, and Yale University. Joe, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mitchell. Great to be here. I'm uh, I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, so let's start off. What is your CPOP? What is the customer point of pain you solve? When organizations come to us, they know they have when they have a bad leader, they have a disengaged, frustrated, angry employee who may, or in fact, highly likely will leave that organization and they'll lose talent. But also that. Poor leader will reduce profitability, customer satisfaction, and all these other things. We can make that leader better, but we can also take good leaders and make great leaders. There we go. The good to great leader thing. But I like that. So companies who are sitting there recognizing that, or if they're not recognizing, that's a problem. But when you're hearing a lot of employee complaints, if you're monitoring social media and you see what's happening and your employees are not happy, it affects everything. So it does. Tell me a little bit more. What is it? What is it that you do? How do you? How do you help companies do better? Well, we have an assessment, and we've figured out the the key items to measure leadership effectiveness, and they predict outcomes. And so, if you go and ask leaders, "Are you a good leader?" Guess what? They all are. If you ask people who are good drivers, they're also good drivers. I mean, the reality is some oh, of I, I live in California. I know that that there are not good drivers <laughs> everywhere. So, okay, gotcha. Some of them are bad and some of them are good and some of them are great, but people don't know. And so they really need an accurate assessment. And one of the things that we figured out early on was that 
we used to always focus people on what was wrong with them. But when we looked at the best leaders, we found they did a few things well. And so we switched and started to say, you know, great leaders are leaders that do things well. If you did three things really well, you're in the top 20% of leaders. So we focus on people's strengths. Mm. God, I love that. That is so beautiful. So how does, how do you actually, what gives you that credibility to do what you do? Well, a, a lot of things. I'm a psychometrician, so that alone just scares people to death. But that's a let's see, psychometrician, five yeah. syllable word. Yeah, that's hard to say that five times fast. Okay. Well, I told my kid that once, and he he said I'm a psycho. Anyway, <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah, there was a but, movie after you, right? Psycho. Yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, a series of books. We also have blogs in in Forbes and HBR, and HBR are probably our most popular blogs. Uh, we have monthly webinars and things like that. But our credibility really mostly comes from referrals. Clients that we've done a good job with reverse to their friends and their friends. And so that's really where we get a lot of our business. So word of, so credibility is word of mouth marketing. That's sort of how you spread. So you answered a different question, which is okay. That was my next one. We'll go back to the, you answered the question is how do you get your brand out there? How do you get people to refer you? Many people in today's world, the best referral source possible is, is, or the best marketing tool is that referral source. But what actually gives you that credibility? How many years have you done it? Or what degrees do you have? Or what is the things that say, Hey, we are experts at what we do. Well, uh, both my partner and I, we have PhDs, and, and that's not only part of it, but what we've tried to do is evidence-based research. So we have a database of 100,000 leaders from across the globe, and so we pour in and look at those leaders and try to understand what they're doing and how they're doing it and what the differences are between great ones and poor ones. And we find that this evidence-based approach has really helped us to differentiate ourselves from competitors because we're not talking about our great theory that we came up in the, in the, in the kitchen one morning. We uh, talk about evidence that comes out of data from our research across the globe. Mm. I like it. And, and I assume then when you're doing your webinars, when you're doing your articles that are in, in Harvard Business Review and elsewhere, you're actually sharing the results that come from the polling, analyzing, and, and research you're doing on the 100,000-person database. Right. And that database is an absolute goldmine to us because it really gives us intelligence about what's happening today in business and the dilemmas that leaders have and what they can do to, to be better. Oftentimes, we find that an, a direct approach to improvement doesn't work. And so what we found is that there's these companion behaviors that help leaders to get better. We found that through researching thousands of leaders just to find out these enabling behaviors. Uh, for instance, we find that the people that are best at technical expertise are actually good at building relationships. Now, you probably know somebody who's technically oriented but not so good at relationships. But the best leaders are good at relationships. That helps them to spread their message and to understand the clients. Well, I I like – I've taken away the – I like that I've heard it before, but don't focus on your weakness and and fix those. Focus on the three things you do well. I I, I absolutely love that. 
Well, it's a great philosophy, and people really appreciate it. We do have one exception, and that is if you have something we call a fatal flaw. And that's a significant weakness. We find about 30% of our leaders have a fatal flaw, something they're terrible at. And if that's the case, you need to fix it. It's sort of like uh, uh, being allergic to kryptonite and, and, and working in a kryptonite factory. I got it. It is, it is your kryptonite, and, and that's something you need to fix. But 70% of the leaders are better off focusing on strengths, building their strengths. We hmm. believe people can build a strength. Joe, I, I, I appreciate this. I have a good feeling about who you are and what you do. I appreciate you coming on the show and it, listen, if you're in a corporation today, whether you're the employee that's being treated poorly or whether you're the CEO sit on the board or a part of HR and you recognize that there are leaders that are just not living up to, to their potential. Not only that, they're living so down to their potential that they're causing people of your organization to leave because they're unhappy. You got to talk to, to Joe, how is the best way to reach out to you? You know, you can Google Zinger Folkman, Z-E-N-G-E-R-F-O-L-K-M-A-N, and it'll come up with articles, webinars. Our, le- our website is zingerfolkman.com. Uh, we also have a, a leadership summit in November that we'd love to get people to come to at Sundance Resort. We're promising a Robert Redford viewing there. <laughs> Walks by the bar late at night. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so lots of good articles out there, lots of research, lots of webinars. We'd love to, to, to sort of learn about what people want to know. That sounds awesome. Hey, thank you so much for sharing your credibility. And, and thank you for watching this episode of Thought Leader Life. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on whatever channel you're listening or watching. Uh, Feel free to give us comments and feedback, and we look forward to seeing you at the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on their credibility, and stay tuned. Ted Santos is very cool. He is the chairman at the Board of Veteran CEOs. He advises CEOs to create disruptive strategies and help transform a corporate culture to ensure people are able to execute those new strategies. Ted, welcome. Well, hey, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's my pleasure to be here. So yeah, it's great. Great to have you here. So so what is your what is your CPOP? My CPOP, my CPOP is uh, CEOs come to me when they're looking to make some sort of quantum leap in rev- revenue growth, and they're just not sure how to do it with existing resources. I've heard that story before. As a matter of fact, when I sat on the board of a public company, that would be one of the things we would talk to the CEO about. Tell me more. What do you do? Well, I, jokingly, I, I, I say to people, I'm in the business of producing miracles, and they'll ask, well, what does that mean? I, people usually say, I need a miracle. So, uh, and I say, well, you know, in, in practical business terms, most organizations are looking to make some sort of growth in revenue. And there's some sort of breakthrough, breakthrough initiative they like to execute, uh, except they're not sure how to get there. It's not the right time. My people are not ready. The economy is not right. And statistically, most breakthrough initiatives fail. They go over, they go over money. They go over time. 
Uh, people often presuppose it's a bad idea anyway, so you have people who sabotage it. So all kinds of things happen in those breakthrough initiatives. <clears throat> so existing resources are usually insufficient to get there. So CEOs hire me to help them uh, develop a disruptive strategy, as you were introducing me, and transforming that corporate culture so that the culture can now execute a, a strategy that once appeared disruptive. Uh, you could say the iPod and Apple was disruptive to Apple. It was a breakthrough, uh, and it's a breakthrough that CEOs are often looking for because it alters their future forever. It creates new markets, new revenue, uh, it creates new technology, uh, and it gives them a different position in the marketplace. Got it. Beautiful. I think very well articulated. Uh, Ted, what gives you the credibility to do what you do? Well, so I've run a number of organizations myself. So I've run companies that were uh, growing so fast they were falling apart. And I was actually able to stabilize them and accelerate growth. So I have a lot of experience in creating breakthroughs as, as an executive, uh, chief operating officer, uh, even companies that were failing and be able to turn them around in a, in a very short time period. Uh, and I worked, I, at some point, I wanted to be able to share that knowledge. So I worked for a consulting firm uh, where I, I actually developed those skills, not as an operations executive, as someone who can impart the tools that I had developed and they had created a great methodology. And so I've spent, oh boy, uh, almost 15 years doing this, just as, as an advisor to CEOs, entrepreneurs. And I, I also have put together something, you mentioned the Board of Veteran CEOs, where I bring together current CEOs in a roundtable, intimate roundtable. And I also invite uh, retired CEOs of Fortune 500s. So I've put in an enormous amount of time working with CEOs and other executives uh, to more effectively run their organizations, put breakthrough initiatives together. And um, Malcolm Gladwell uh, wrote the book um, uh, Tipping Point, but he also wrote a book, uh, Outliers. And he talks about how when people have 10,000 hours of experience in some area, mastery. Well, I've put in 10,000 hours of <laughs> of either running companies combined with advising people. So I, I have an enormous amount of uh, time and experience uh, in that area. Got it. It's, it's sort of that PhD in the school of hard knocks. I got it. Um, you skip marks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so how do you, one of the things you do is, is the board of CEOs. What do you do to share that credibility? How do you get your brand out there? How do you get, get out there? Well, the, the Board of Veteran CEOs has been one way for me to create my own community of CEOs. So I, uh, I was looking for a way to find CEOs of middle market companies. And so I figured, well, why not just create my own since I, I don't know where to always find them. So uh, that's been a way to have great exposure to CEOs with revenues between $100 million and, and $2 billion dollars. Uh, I, I've even worked with companies smaller, you know, 50 million uh, that were looking that were on a really fast track. So uh, that kind of organization, and I've had at the Board of Veteran CEOs, I've had former CEOs of Chase Bank, Dun & Bradstreet, Xerox. I've had Henry Kravis. I've had the chairman of the New York Stock Exchange. So 
even being able to talk to those people, I become like a register to download all this information, almost like the matrix. I'm sitting in the executive dining room with the chairman of the New York Stock Exchange, and I'm downloading everything I can from him. And that becomes part of my toolbox as well. So, It's absolutely beautiful. I love it. Thank you. I'm glad you threw in those names out at the end. So listen, if, if you're in an organization and you know you're either, you, you know you have that breakthrough or you know you need to figure out how to make that happen and you want that, I don't want to say miracle moment. I don't want to say the Hail Mary. What I want to say is you know in today's world that there's something that you can do to help change the world forever. You want to reach out to Ted Santos. Ted, how do people best reach out to you? Well, I, I have a social media presence. You can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I have a website, turnaroundip.com. Uh, I also, you'll, you can find uh, some of my intellectual capital on a blog that's connected from the website. Uh, you know, you Google me, all of these things come up. I have several hundred articles about uh, changing corporate culture and, and leadership. Uh, I even went on to Facebook. So I, I have a uh, Facebook presence, uh, Instagram. Uh, you can reach me on my personal email address, which is T like Ted, T Santos at turnaroundip.com. And IP is like intellectual property. And our phone number is 888-471-3660. Fantastic. Ted, thanks so much for joining us today and sharing your credibility. Thank you for inviting me. It's been my honor. Thank you. Great. Oh, you're welcome. And, and, and for the audience, thanks for joining us. Uh, please hit the like button, subscribe to our channel, share with your friends, and look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Bye. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. To learn more about Thought Leader Life, go to thoughtleaderlife.com. And to learn more about creating and sharing your aha moments, go to ahavat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book a strategy call. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.